Blog Talk Radio. night at the pajama party. Um, no phone calls, please. We're um, doing a uh, pre-recorded show, so we will not uh, be here. So no phone calls. How are you this doing tonight? <laughs> this is the best Hi. of the... Anyway. This is the okay. best of the best. This is the best of the pajama party, so All no right. phone calls. Oh, okay. Let me just I say that it. before I get slapped. And who are you? I'm doing pretty good. Not, and who are you? Oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh-uh. I am you Papa are. Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, I had a brain fart. Having amnesia? What's okay. up? No, I just was so excited. <laughs> mm. What, to get some Popeyes or what? Yeah. <laughs> you <just chicken> <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's right. Mm. You think they're going to bring it back? Of course. And I agree oh, with it done. I agree with Papa. They're gonna they're gonna hike it up. You hike to, up, you, lower it down. You have to get it as a combo now. Maybe ten dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make them decide the sliders. Yeah, they're gonna make ten bucks. And say if you want to pay four dollars, it's gonna be a slider. Yeah, that's what you're gonna get. You're not gonna be able to take three ninety nine and feed your children anymore. Not gonna get that, that big rascal. Bad. Nope. All right. Well, shall we get into it? Run down. As well, well, we got a lot going on. All right, been, running down for us. You've been busy. <laughs> All right. Um, now, hot topic tonight. House passed a short-term funding bill to avert government shutdown. Again? We had that again? Ah. Okay. It never ends. All right. This was interesting. Trump sues New York prosecutors to block release of tax returns and new video services uh, showing... Trudeau, Trudeau, Trudeau in blackface. He's French. Oh, that's the Canadian, Trudeau. right? Yes, yes, the Canadian Prime Minister. Okay. Uh, hidden and quitted headlines: White supremacist threats led black candidate to drop out of race. Uh, also, Baltimore restaurant group under fire for racist dress code. And Antonio Brown dropped by Nike amid sexual assault lawsuit. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news tonight. Uh, suspended judge pleads in underwear theft case. Also, pigeon poops on lawmaker discussing pigeon poop problem. Okay, I have to have that one, huh? <laughs> and also, stinky shoppers unoffended after uh, Mississippi store bans them. I'm just saying with red wine. Also, living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, I'm going to talk about Kevin Hart and more. Cocktail of the week, the Forbidden Sour. Uh, I'll kiss the list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we're going to keep it moving. Yeah, so get into these hot topics. Okay. All right, what you got for us tonight, Kevin? Oh, boy. See, I got the, got the house stuff here, the government shutdown. Oh, we at this point again. Mm-hmm, like putting money in the meter. 
And they don't it never end. They don't give you nothing for that. They give you eight minutes for the meeting. Anyway, um, the House of Representatives on Thursday passed a bill uh, to temporarily extend funding for the government uh, and uh, advert a shutdown at the end of the month. Oh, end of the month. The bill approves um, 301 to 123 will extend funding at current levels with limited exceptions through November 21st. Wait a minute. You said it was a bill. What were the numbers? 301 to uh, what? To 123. So 123 people voted against it. I guess so. What is wrong with these people? I don't understand. That's, that's, you're right. That's a lot. And this is just before the um, holiday break. I don't think their paycheck is connected to Oh, sure. Of course paycheck. not. Mm-hmm. So potentially setting up an end-of-the-year sh- uh, showdown over government spending that could drag into the holiday season. Doesn't surprise me. Wow. Congressional leaders had hoped to complete negotiations earlier this week, but several um, sticking points arose, including the Commodity Credit Corporation, the fund Trump has used to distribute billions of dollars in bailouts to farmers suffering from the effects of the trade. The trade war in China. Huh. Um, so it goes on to say, for now, there is optimism on Capitol Hill that a shutdown can be averted. Uh, but as lawmakers work on the appropriations process ahead of the um, end of the fiscal year of September 30th, uh, tensions between Democrats and Republicans are spilling out into the open. Nothing new. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So they passed a bill for it to go until November 21st, and then they have to pass another bill after that. Of this year? Yeah. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. I don't like telling somebody, I'm not going to give you a whole loaf of bread, but I'm going to give you two slices. And when you finish that, come back, and I'll let you know if I'll give you two more slices. Like telling somebody, i got to go put some quarters in the meter. I'll be back in a minute. So apparently they're disputing over what this time, but the last time they disputed over the – the the wall thing, the partial. Um, well, I think that's probably still part of the issue because mm-hmm. they're still trying to come up with the money for that. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, by the way, who who was supposed to pay for it originally, according to forty five? Mm-hmm. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Right. He said Mexico's paying for it. Mm-hmm. So why is the government or Congress trying to figure out mm-hmm. how we are going to pay for mm-hmm. the wall? Liar, liar, pants on fire. We are. They've diverted a bunch of money, so it's crazy. Hmm. And I knew, like you said earlier, he was going to be paying them farmers. I knew that. This close to election, he's going to be taking care of everybody, Mm -hmm. especially Yahoo farmers. Yeah, we'll see. What's the difference? You know, the ones that are in the rural areas and that he got their vote. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it must be a red state. Most of them farmers are. <laughs> I grew some tomatoes last year, so I should be getting to check myself. All right, you you can try. See what's gonna happen. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, why not? <laughs> that should be interesting. But um, we have. To I just wonder how long are they gonna keep piecemealing the government's budget? Mhm. And the thing is that there are certain agencies that are never affected by this. And those are the ones that have to do with defense, mm-hmm. uh, ICE, Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. All of those agencies mm-hmm. are not affected by this. Their funding is okay. But do these people ever get paid? Well, I mean, they, their budget is intact, so they're getting paid without I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that are affected. 
You know, they eventually, yeah. After the shutdown, the government employees did get their back money. Mm-hmm. So, in a in a sense, it just seems so silly. It's like if you're going to possibly shut down and have people going through all these changes, mm-hmm. folk having to not pay their bills, borrow money just to stay afloat, only to end up giving them their back pay once they get the budget straight anyway, you might as well have just let the government stay open, pass the, but, uh, the budget, and let people just, you know, let the government continue to work uninterrupted. I just don't understand that. Why do why you have to pass a bill every time they continue it on? You Are you allocating or using um, those funds for something else? I don't know. What? Yeah, why? I just know that Congress has to approve the budget for the federal government, the mm-hmm. operational budget. Mm-hmm. So every year when it's time for them to, you know, renew the budget, mm-hmm. they have to do this dance every time. Because they've been, the government has been under a continuing resolution for quite a while. Mm-hmm. They just keep like approving a couple of months at a time, mm-hmm. which is what a continuing resolution is. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, okay, we'll put enough money in the pot to cover another couple of months while we still argue over mm-hmm. whatever the issues are. And then they'll go ahead and throw another couple of months worth of money in. And this mess is sometimes it goes on for almost a whole year, but they just don't talk about it as much. Right. So a lot of times people just aren't as aware, but that's what happens. just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It's an ineffective way to run a government. But yeah. Who are we? We just live here, right? I don't want any other governments to run like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep, I just don't understand. I guess we'll keep an eye on it. I guess by November 21st, we'll, we'll see if they, it's going to be continuing or what. You know, I don't know. This is crazy. <clears throat> All right, we'll move on. Okay. All right, let's get let's get to the home base. You know, <laughs> you know when it, when it comes to your taxes, all that has to do with where you live, current live, real address, whole nine. So Trump is suing New York prosecutors to block the release of his tax return. So <laughs> New York meaning, you know, Trump, where he lives, uh-huh. main address, not Pennsylvania Avenue. That's a temporary address for everybody. Eight years max. you got to put in a change your address with the post office. <laughs> anyway, Trump filed a lawsuit on Thursday against Manhattan District Attorney uh, Cypress Vance Jr. and uh, Mazar USA, the president's longtime accounting firm, in an attempt to prevent his tax returns from being re- released. All right? Vance's office issued a subpoena a guy named Mizar, which is the law firm, in late August demanding eight years of Trump's personal and corporate tax returns. All right? Eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay. The New York Times reported earlier this week that it was eight years total. Okay, the order in part of a state prosecutor's investigation into uh, whether the Trump organization illegally reported a hush money reimbursement at the business expense. You know they did. All right. While Trump has made various promises about releasing his tax returns, including the the apparent lie that he was under audit and could not release them while he's still under audit. We under audit for five years. Mm -hmm. You know, he has so far refused to make them public, breaking, uh, allowing decades and decades of his taxes to go unknown. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
this isn't the first time he's uh, sued to prevent them from being seen, prevent them from seeing the light of day. Back in July, he filed against uh, the House Democrats after the Ways and Means Committee demanded six years worth of tax returns. So, you know, the thing that the thing that gets me is that when you got so much money like Trump does, he puts his name on different things, and the headlines reads his name. But he has people working for him like a machine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't think he – I'm sure that he does the verbal or the verbiage for the tweets, but I know he's not typing them. And people think, oh, yeah, misspelled words and all. All oh, that could be a setup. That could be a plot. Or it could a be, person, yeah. The person could be doing it that's making the mistakes purposely just so they can throw a little ignorance on him so he can still keep his level because he's mostly talking to ignorant people. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you have a few misspelled words so you could be part of the community? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to understand when you're talking to the yahoos, you need to talk like the yahoos. You know or what I mean? Or it could be him. Well, Red Wine, you're, you're dead set on that. You think he's sitting in his bed with his uh, Brooks Brother pajamas on. Mm-hmm. Okay. On Twitter late at night, early in the morning, yeah. I don't think, I think he's on the phone dictating to this little young guy that works for him. <laughs> Joe, wake up, wake up, Joe, wake up. Look, <laughs> put down there. He's a dictator. I think it's him because I think he gets off on it, but that's just what I think. I just cannot see Trump in front of a computer or with a, with a little on thing in his hand. That's phone. what he, he, okay. You, you think he's. We got to be the fly on the wall. He's in, his, he's in his 70s. You think he's, uh, you mm-hmm. know. He loves it. He lives for it. He likes to antagonize people, all that name calling and I stuff. Think, well, maybe it all adds up. His wife is wonderful. I think he spends most of his. <laughs> I don't evening. think she's doing anything for him. I think he spends most of his evening wrapping his hair more than a woman does because it oh, goes in boy. five different directions. Oh, it well. Goes down, it goes no, back. No, if anything, he's probably paying us. Yeah. yeah. What was that comment he made recently about why he looks orange? He said everybody looks orange. He said something makes orange. Yeah, but why is it that when we look at everybody else, he's the only one that looks orange? No, he was saying he brought something from somebody that made him look orange or something. Oh, please. He's been looking orange for years. You know it's a tan. He's probably saying this a lot and everything in there. Anyway, so he's, I'm sure he's spending big bucks to his lawyers to, to stop this here, and he knows people probably at the New York tax area in the courthouse. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing about, I found out about a, a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. They run very close to the to the religion and knocks on your door faithfully. I ain't gonna say no names to disrespect nobody. But the loyalty is off the chain. You know? Mm-hmm. It's off the chain. And you can't deny it. I mean I know people I work with people that are you know, when they're stone cold Trump supporters, you can't say nothing. Mm-mm. You can't you do or yeah, say nothing. Right. And they are like they dare you to say something. Yeah. They dare you. They'll mention it one time, let it be known. And he don't say nothing else, and nobody goes near him. Mm-hmm. Like like they're a cactus plant in the desert. Nobody touches him. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. He got him. He got him by the kahunas. Yeah, I think you're right about that one. You know, he should be an evangelist. <laughs> Put some of these big preachers in, in competition. Well. Because he's got a following. I ain't touching that one. But I will say, they are some dedicated... Die hard, folks. Die yeah. hard, ma'am. I guess, I guess it was don't talk about President him. Obama. Same way, so I guess they have a, their right, I guess. But he's just a well, man. I think Obama was basically um, a loyalty and, you know, a newness 
first black and all that, so it became like a strength and power thing. These jokers here, that's just the privilege on on overload, overdrive, mm-hmm. white privilege at its at its finest hour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't remember seeing people as willing to give Obama a pass for every kind of mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, folks would call him out if they were yeah. like, "No, nah, that oh, wasn't right. I didn't you. like this." Yeah, but he kept his culture. Though, if he made a mistake, it may have been something he may have did or signed. I didn't particularly like when he did all that buyout stuff. But mm-hmm. I've still seen car dealers closing up, people still losing their job, and he paid all these. Because dealers, in my opinion, are just businesses that belong to people. And they went belly up. Chevy was a business. so And he paid all his money to these people. To Then they just ran. They ran. They took all their money and ran. But I do not recall in Obama's administration where he had people who had to constantly tell the public what he meant. Mm-hmm. Because he, he was saying crazy stuff that was easily confused, misconstrued, misinterpreted. No. I don't recall any of that kind of stuff. He's, and that's not because I was a diehard fan. He spoke well. I just he took him well. at his word. He spoke well. He was a good communicator. So mm-hmm. you didn't have to have anybody come behind him and say, well, what he really meant, what he was trying to say yeah, was, yeah, never you did didn't that. have all that. Never he was that. a straight shooter. He said what he meant. Either you disliked it or you did or, you know, mm-hmm. you, you got with it or you didn't get with it. But at least you understood it. So, it was just Michelle and the kids. It wasn't three baby mamas, four kids, you know, smaller maybe. Yeah, you know, you just didn't have, well, you didn't have that level of personal drama going on. But I just meant in terms of his policies and all. That yeah, but you, you can't go in hard with, with something on somebody, a birth certificate and all that, and nobody come back on you with something. Because, you know, for a reaction, the equal and opposite reaction. When he Absolutely. got in there, you know, if Barack was that way, he could have rode Trump for all kinds of stuff while he was president. Because when you're president, you're vulnerable. You know, you actually stand alone. You're at the top of that, that pedestal. And people could throw darts at you all day. And what they did to Barack, whew, thank goodness, but he, he held off. Yeah, he did. But, uh, yeah. At least we saw him in our lifetime. Well, no doubt. for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I got one for you. This is a follow-up out of uh, Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. It was crazy uh, white supremacists. They at it again. This was um, an attack on uh, a black person who was running for some local office. He had already gotten his campaign signs printed. He had his launch party scheduled, getting ready to announce his candidacy and everything, getting ready to join the race for Charlotte's, Charlottesville City Council. He had just sent out a news release announcing his intention to run the night before, and then 24 hours later, campaign was over because he got up in front of his supporters and let people know that he was not going to run after all. He was canceling his campaign. Mm -hmm. So when people tried to investigate to find out, because federal prosecutors got involved, they said the root of it was, uh, a white supremacist had sent him a slew of violent threats the night he announced his candidacy. Mm. They came for him. Oh. All he was doing was running for city council. I guess it's... And before his candidacy, candidacy even got off the ground, he shut it down for fear of his life, his family, etc. He just said, you know what, it's not even worth all this. I wanted to do something good for the community, but not at this price. So they arrested 
and we're going to put this Bama on the Kiss It list, Daniel McMahon, and this dude is from Brandon, Florida. He was arrested Wednesday and charged with bias-motivated interference. That's what they call it. Bias-motivated interference with a candidate for elective office and accused of cyber-stalking and threatening the candidate to the point where he dropped out of the race. Now, they don't give the person's name. He was only identified, the candidate, only identified as DG. I guess he said, look, just leave me alone. Keep my name out of everything. I'm Some done. People, they think about Mega Edwards and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and people that was assassinated, and they don't want that cold bullet going through them. Yeah. He just said he just these, wasn't going through all of that. These yahoos are crazy, man. Yeah, they're crazy. And this is on the heels of the girl getting killed in Charlotte exactly. by the car that rammed into her, and you still you still acting out. Right. And this guy, McMahon, who's 31, young guy, making all these threats. The guy that killed the woman in Charlotte was younger than him. Yep, he was. But this guy, McMahon, was 31, they're saying allegedly, but he did it allegedly threatened the candidate with violence because he was a black man campaigning for office, causing him to fear death and serious bodily injury if he were to go forward with his candidacy. So as alleged in the indictment, the defendant was motivated by racial animosity and used his social media accounts to threaten and intimidate a potential candidate for elective office. And that's what the uh, U.S. Attorney Thomas Cullen of the Western District of Virginia said. Now, this is in Virginia. This dude is from Florida. Why are you meddling up in Virginia? I mean, maybe he lives in Virginia, but he's from Florida. I don't know, but he's from dude, Florida. Don't even worry about the maybe. It's crazy. The maybe's got nothing to do with it. Just, they're, they're, on, they're, on, they're on a Trump mission. As long as Trump is in office, People can get there, what you call marching orders. Yeah. Is you know? it a whole group or was just that one? Well, it was just him who was doing it. Now, whether he had other people he was working with, he's the one going down for it. In the sad part and, of course, this guy, let me just say this. This guy, McMahon's attorney, says that uh, his client categorically denies all of these allegations, even though McMahon frequently promoted beliefs on the Internet that white people are superior to members of all other ethnic, racial, and religious groups. But he categorically denies all of these charges. I'm like, dude. What is, what is white? I mean, I don't understand. Exactly. I don't think they know what white is, and there's nothing pure about white. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. makes you think, because of your complexion, because of the lack of melanin in your body, that it makes you superior to anybody. It's one of the most easiest colors in the world to tarnish. When you dress up to go to a white party, how long does it take for that outfit to get dirty? Probably five minutes. Five minutes. By the time you get out of the car, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Drop something. Yeah. yeah tarnishing white is, is very easy. And you notice that with, um, I think the reason why so many of them are so fearful is because uh that the Caucasian people, race, whatever they're called, Caucasians, mm-hmm. when you mix them with any other group of people, mm-hmm. their DNA gets diminished. Diminished. <laughs> because melanin is going to take over. Melanin is going to prevail. Mm-hmm. So for them to keep claiming all this superiority, mm-hmm. where? Where is all this superiority? Mm-hmm. You take Indian with a white person, that child is not going to come out, in most cases, looking Caucasian. 
Hispanic and white, most kind, they're saying, not going to look Caucasian. And the, the, the brown people, that, that's a dominant race. More it is, because melanin is more dominant than the lack of melanin. That's just like a dark room. If you turn on a light in a dark room, it's more darkness than light. Right. Darkness is overtake, and then, of course, light can overtake dark in that respect. Mm-hmm. But when you start mixing like paint, mm-hmm. you can take a couple of drops of black paint and put it in white, and what happens? It's going to be gray. It's it going to turn gray. That's all melanin is. If you look <laughs> exactly. At, and the more drops it. you add, the more it changes color, but the less white it is. Mm-hmm. So That's people need is. to just stop tripping over this right. stuff. People are people. Right. It doesn't matter what shade you are. Right. But for them to claim superiority over racial, ethnic, and religious groups, how does that get into me? But if you use the, the drop paint uh, analysis, the darker one is the, the yeah. dominant one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know. If you go to Home Depot and you want to get a color for your paint, they start off with the white paint. Sure. But they only squirt a few drops in there. Squeak, 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 based on, you know, the logistics of the chemical right. and how much you need, right. whatever you blot you color need. You, want. you know, give me dark blue. They'll drop, for dark blue, maybe eight drops or mm-hmm. something like that, you know. But uh, it's just, because that little machine, all, all the colors, that stuff is so concentrated. But, um yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, well, moving right along, um, not to, you know, put that too much aside. It's very important. Mm-hmm. But uh, going forward with Antonio Brown, you know, okay. let's get back to this gentleman here. Oh, boy. You know, I um, I don't know. I just think that uh, we need to understand, first of all, um, how important making a living is. And, and what makes you think that your talent sometimes can allow you to show your butt that easy or that much. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people got tired of the, uh, you know, and it, it was it was black-on-black black crime first. That was the first violation, in my opinion, the way he disrespected his original black coach, mm-hmm. you know, Tomlin, Which, from, uh, from, from, what? from the Pittsburgh Steelers oh, okay. when he was there. Completely dogged the black coach. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you go to the Raiders. Now the Raiders is a team who already has their, you know, the Raiders. They got their gold and black and all their costumes and all. Mm-hmm. This is an established franchise. They've been around since John Madden. The Raiders? Won. Oh, yeah, Raiders. yeah. Oakland Raiders. Yeah. When John Madden was the coach. Silver and black, aren't they? Silver and black, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. When when John Madden was the coach and they won the, the uh-huh. Super Bowl and all that stuff. The Raiders. Ah. And you're going to go to a, a, somebody's, family, somebody's family business like any other ownership, and you show your butt over there, distracting a multi-billion dollar company. And you get all this attention. And that's what the owners thought there. That's why the general manager said, look, uh-uh, I need my job, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just brought a big house, me and my wife and kids, and, hey, I need my job. We're going to let this boy go. But then you got the Patriots who yeah. say, hey, we'll take anybody. We'll straighten them out. You ain't going to come down here. Because now you're taking them way up there in, yep. in, in the New England area where, yep. the, where the atmosphere is totally different. Yep. The wind blows a whole different way up there. Because mm. as you go up there more and more, it gets whiter and whiter. Okay. Whiter and whiter. Okay. And by the time okay. you land, when they send, they send a private plane for him from Oakland to New England when he signed over. <laughs> when he got off that plane, got in that airport, got in the back of that limousine and started riding, he looked out that window and said, Damn. <laughs> this is white. <laughs> for real, for real. Okay, yeah. and I think that's the way it humbled, it humbled uh, what's the name too, Randy Moss. 
Mm-hmm. Randy Moss went to the England Patriots for a couple of years. Humble him too because mm-hmm. they, they, they surround them. Then they you got play. Belichick. Mm-hmm. Belichick, who is a no nonsense coach. He's, he is the grouch. He's sit, setting What's his way. the Grinch. He's the Grinch. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, but anyway, getting back to the main story today, just to just to reiterate. Some people that stepped up completely are the New England Patriots receiver, Antonio Brown, is no longer sponsored or affiliated in any way mm. with Nike. Mm. Uh-oh. Okay? That's now, you've lost a check. Shoot. You lost a check. How many tennis players are wearing Nike when you see the U.S. Open? How many golf yeah. players are wearing Nike? Yep. Nike got money. Nike's got like yep. 150 athletes. Yep. They just throwing money at like that. They just, um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but... Um, some commercial just won um, an Emmy. Uh, yeah. What's the name? Kaepernick. Oh, oh yeah. did it? Yeah, that was Nike. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. They got money out the yang yang. And the spokesman, whose name was uh, Josh Benichek, said uh, Antonio Brown is not a Nike athlete. The Nike spokesman said in an email, <laughs> the wow. company does not mm. embrace any of the decisions that he made, mm. any of the transgressions that he made with different teams, any of the arguments, frustrations, mm. or civil situations that he's going through now, sexual accusations that he's going through, will allow them now to hold him as any kind of representative for Nike. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, here you are, just a young black man, and you done shot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yep, that's one paycheck gone. I see all the he young brothers that. of the world with talent. So let me ask you a question, uh, Papa. Do you think that he should be benched, or do you think he should continue to play in the game? Well, see, he what he doesn't game. realize, I mean, he could play. That's that's the, that's the discretion of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen, he doesn't realize that the Patriots are only going to keep him for one year, mm-hmm. and then they're going to cut him. Oh. But that was his contract was just one year. Just right? one year, right? But they didn't. That's why they didn't extend it. Because right now they got him for a purpose. Right. Yeah. To win the Super Bowl. Gotcha. If they win the Super Bowl, he'll be gone. Right. If they don't win the Super Bowl, he'll, he'll be, be gone. gone. Either way, he'll be gone. Because they know that they got all kind of other options coming up, mm-hmm. all kind of things going on. He's right now. He's a flavor of the month. What he's gonna do is he's gonna put butts in the seat. I guess. So he's gonna pay for that money with. So people either coming to see him. Do well or fail. They'll buy the jersey. But either way, they're coming. They'll buy the jersey. They'll buy the whatever, the headband. Whatever he's projecting, they'll make an image of it. Uh If he's got a headband hanging off his arm that says Patriots. The the women might not buy it now. Yeah. Accusations. Right now, he's uh, a. Yeah. yeah, And then the girl, you know, she's uh, suing for money. They offered her $2 million. She wants more. Mm-hmm. But she's going to eventually take it because mm-hmm. she said, you're getting $15 million this year, bro. You right. can give me two? Right. Really? Two? Mm-hmm. You need to change my life. Now, which one? The first one or the second one you're referring to? Because there's two of them now. Oh, really? No, I'm talking about the first one, the yeah. one that uh, that went to school with him. Yeah, it, it was all about money with her because she was talking about going into business with him and he wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. But is a second woman that oh, really? he, um, I don't know, I forgot how he met, but she's an artist. And she came over to do a mural in his home. And she was there doing the mural, and she was stooped down. Next thing she know, he, he was butterball naked. You know, like, okay. Well, he's not the most attractive brother. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, guess think... he, I guess you think women asked him, huh? Man, we've not <laughs> well, most... you know, some of these athletes really do think that all the women want them because of who they are. Well, right. Right, not necessarily them... what they look like. 
a lot of them was not blessed with any kind of beauty, and the money makes them look good. But mm-hmm. if he was just a regular guy on the street, I mean, look at him. Look yeah. at the hairstyles. Look at the look at his whole disposition. He's short. You know what I mean? He's there's a lot of things. I'm, I'm just speaking. Well, I guess he just do that to he do a lot of stuff to make up. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got to compensate. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. But we're gonna we're gonna keep abreast on those um two women making those accusations and everything. Yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting to see what the turnout's gonna be. Are they gonna keep them or you know are they gonna bench them or let them play? I, I was thinking about your question. I, on the one hand, I feel like until he's been proven guilty, mm-hmm. according to the way we, what is it, the Constitution, mm-hmm. that you have the right or whatever, but, you, you, you know, to until you're proven guilty. What is the statement? You're innocent until, until proven, proven guilty. guilty. Right. So as long as he is innocent until proven guilty, then I think he should be allowed to earn his living. Mm-hmm. But if, if he is proven guilty... I think they should immediately suspend him, and I don't think he should get the money that's, you know, left on his contract. Mm-hmm. I think whatever time period it is within that year, I wouldn't give him that money. But now, I don't know if you can do that legally once you sign that contract. I don't think so. My right, Papa, I think because yeah, you, you're bound to that contract. Yeah. If you say you're going to pay me $15 million for that whole year and you might be yeah. giving me a bonus. As long as you're there. Something like as long as you're there. You're there. But, and um, what will happen is if they decide to release him, then he had to pay the rest of his contract. It's not going to trial, though. So Believe it's, me. It's not. With, I'm just saying, ethically, yeah. I would not want him on my team. Right. With Kraft now, and Roger got to pay. They're going to put their heads together, and they're going to get rid of the first one, and the second one, it's probably the same thing. Yeah, he's going to pay him. I, I'd pay him off and get rid of him, to be honest with you. But there ain't no telling how many else is out there. Yeah, that's true. They don't yeah, because you know did. how these things go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you get they... one, then there's two, then there's four, then there's ten. Mm-hmm. Especially when Gloria Aldridge gets, gets a hold of it. She's going to bring him out the woodwork, right? Mm-hmm. If she gets involved, it will be some more. Well, she she rounded up all 18 of Tiger Woods' women. You know what, I, I hate to say it, but I think that was kind of the demise of, um, what's the name, the ball player, uh, T-something, um, Terrell Owens. Oh. Yeah. You know, it, it was just too much controversy on him. Because uh, he was an excellent player. Yeah. But he just had too much drama and yeah. baggage. That's what it was. And, and uh, you know, and I tell you, just, and I'll talk about that, too, in this, in this what's popping statement, um, and, and this is that, this is very true. And everybody who's been in the job market knows that when you have a couple of employees that you're bucking heads with every day, mm-hmm. it's a long day. Because, you know, I think there's nothing more beautiful in the world mm-hmm. than going to work and working in an environment where there's camaraderie amongst people. Mm-hmm. And And that's what everybody just being who they are for that moment on the job. But when people bring their personal business or their personal business reflects their behavior mm-hmm. in the job market, because see, the sad thing about the job market that restricts you or ties your hands is the job's policies. Right. You're, you, you, as the good person, are looking at the policies. Mm-hmm. Now, the person who's the bully or the hothead could care less, especially if they're, quote, unquote, female. We'll go there. Waka, waka, waka with the air quotes. Now, when I say female, I'm saying the fact that, you know, and I'm not trying to start no cat fighting here, but all I'm Meow. saying is that, you know, if if a female is going up against a male, 
only because she's pissed off at things going on in her life. And now the, the, the male may know more than she knows and gets paid more than she does because she's new, let's say, you know. But she's coming there like a bull in a china shop, and she wants to learn everything quick and feel like, you know, y'all in my way. I'm not trying to learn the way y'all know it. I want to do it the way I want to do it because I think y'all ain't doing it right. I could do it better. How come I can't get in there and do it better? But people have to understand, HR has to understand, when you send people down to the field, down to the floor, you know what I mean, whether it be a sales floor in retail or an office or the post office or anywhere, when you send that person down to there, you don't see them anymore in HR. You know what I mean? Now they're down here with the people that have been there 10, 15, 20 years. But I don't see what gender has to do with that. Hey, man, I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. But don't discount the situation. Don't let the gender. I'm just saying, you can have anybody can behave that way. Okay, we'll leave the tablecloth on the table. We won't pull it from underneath with the dishes on. We'll just, we won't. Well, let's take gender out of the equation, okay? Okay. All right, now. But that's not changing what it is. In most cases, the gender aspect is what makes it stronger. You know, when it's two females, it tends to be a cat fight that could be settled based on some kind of common interest, you know. But sometimes if you have male, female, and then racial put on top of there, you know what I mean? Layers of different differences will make a difference. Because I've seen it. I've seen two ladies that aren't getting along, and I walk in there, and I ain't getting along. But if I'm, if it's me now with a white woman I'm not getting along with, chances are we haven't gotten past the racial aspect yet, let alone, get, like, you know, you run a hurdle race on the relays, you know, you boom, boom, you know, to get to the finish line. So sometimes the hurdles based on other entities makes it hard to jump those hurdles as opposed to just two. And when I say females, I'm not talking about typical females or just gender period. I'm just saying the fact that sometimes there's other layers of things that put in place, black men and things like that, how that person feels. If that white woman really hates black men deep down inside, if they're not getting along because of how things, how, how the shirts are being folded on the retail floor, then that's deeply rooted more than that button-down shirt that that brother folded wrong as far as she's concerned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is that it's, you know, it's very interesting. So getting back to what I'm saying, just in closing, is that um, having a peaceful work environment to go to every day is worth his weight in gold. When you can go to your coworker and say, man, what are we going to do for lunch today? And you're laughing and joking. Both of y'all are working. You may be over here, you know, building a display case. And this person's over here building a little thing, you know, folding clothes to go in that display case. Then y'all put it together and y'all slap hands, and all of a sudden now it's 20 after 11, and y'all going down to the joint ski. You know, you got your little hall for your breath, have a little liquid lunch or whatever the case may be, laughing, joking, and do your thing, come back. Okay. But if you hating this person, and, you know, you're building this thing, you're saying, well, now you need to make that, that shelf need to be lower. You know, and, and like I said, you, okay. you take I, the I gender aspect out of it. Yeah, like but I said, you, it ain't a All I'm saying thing. is that is, is, is you, we, That's we, a personality we just thing. have to, in a job market, we have to get along. It makes your day so much better, so much easier, so much everything. All right. We, you know, but I'll, I'll leave that alone because Red Wine about to bite my head off. So. But, but let me just add to that story that I read a little bit about the, the first woman, the one who was a trainer. Uh-huh. She claimed that she was raped three times. Three times. Come yeah, that's a Mike Tyson thing. Went to the room. 
three times. Three times? Three times a charm. My thing is, if you were raped three times, why you kept going back? Apparently, y'all had a relationship. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, that that doesn't. But he must have forced himself well, on her numerous times. But why are you going to continue to be with that man if that's what, how they're going to treat you? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I think here's the deal on the whole deal. I think at one time they talked very personal. I think she knows how much money is in the Swiss bank account. You know what I mean? It doesn't surprise I me. I think she knows that he got $25 million over Because he's been making millions for years. Right. How long has he been with the Steelers? Oh, gosh. It's been a while. Eight right. years. Okay. This man was making like $10 million, $12 million a year. Right. So if she knows, they're talking. Girl, she was here. Let me show you my. This is my Swiss bank account. And he pulls 35. Right. 35 comma well, what, zero, zero, what zero, did, zero. What he did mention that the woman um, wanted to do some kind of business venture, and he said he wasn't interested. And that was about a million dollars. Which probably pissed him off. Of course. Pissed her off. Sure. Because he said, damn, you got 35 million. You can't even give me 500,000 or whatever. You know, right. so, yeah. But like that's I said, I think she knows saying. personally what he's worth. And that's why, right. like I said, she turned down $2 million. Turned it down. Because right. she knows, knows how much what's in the kitty. But the other woman said it was misconduct. So it wasn't like a second. So it wasn't rape. Right. Just saying that he just was. Exposed himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you come in, I'm coming to do a mirror. You, you butterball naked had a towel in front of him, but still. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, I didn't yeah. come here for that. I came to just do a mirror in your house. He's trying to paint the wall. Right. And he's trying to do something else. But wouldn't that be crazy if that second woman gets more than that first? Ooh, that would be crazy. Well, then lady number one is gonna be really mad. Yeah. Well, what's so what's really crazy about all that is that mm-hmm. all these allegations of of, of sexual misbehavior mm-hmm. and things like that came into play after he had landed in New England. Sure, of you know, course. and she now more money. but see, right. but now that yeah, now that timing was not but accidental. See, it's not. <clears throat> but see, the sad part about it is that he's got this going on. And Robert Kraft was trying to get his push his out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you got two people on the same same team. Well, he's the owner of the team. Now Robert Kraft saying, "Damn, I'm trying to get my. I'm, I'm trying to sweep out. He got Robert Kraft got the damn dust pail out, about to put the joint the shit in the, in the dust pail uh, for the broom, about to take it to the trash can. All of a sudden, he coming with a fresh pile of crap on the floor. Oh well. So oh. you know, anyway. All right, well, I'm getting this last story. It's hit it and quit it. Um, a Baltimore restaurant um, group is under fire for racist dress code. I guess, you know, I, well, I don't well, know. Racists are busy. <laughs> they are busy. It sure is. A strict dress code posted uh, to the door of a, a Baltimore seafood house has recently drawn a viral um, social media response, um, decrying it is blankly discriminatory and racist as hell. The restaurant group behind the venue is to um, set open two new restaurants in D.C. Um, interesting. The Atlas Restaurant Group runs 12 venues in Baltimore, including something called Bygone, a Roaring Twenty Bar, um, on top of the Four Seasons. Oh, they make really? money. Mm-hmm. And okay. Elk Room, the speakeasy that made um, an Esquire list of best bars in America. Hmm. Okay. I can understand why they're having a dress code. So a dress code printed on a piece of paper posted outside in its new Baltimore Wait a minute. Posted on a piece of paper? Uh, Chop Tank listed the following items, among others, as strictly prohibited. Excessively baggy clothing, brimless 
headgear, backwards or sideways hats, and jerseys. And it also prohibited sunglasses after dark and vulgar or inappropriate clothing. Yeah, I can see how somebody would say this looks very racist because those are virtually what young black people wear. And you think white boys don't wear that stuff? Yeah, white they do too. But I'm saying that why they thought it was racist because that is a lot of the attire that you would see a young black person wearing. Not just them, but... Okay, but but my question is, and uh, I guess, again, <laughs> I, I repeat the same thing, and, and you think white boys don't wear that stuff? I just said that some of them do, too. Right. Just like some black people do. Now, so the <laughs> restaurant now, now what is the restaurant trying to live off of? Are they trying to, well, I'll wait till, are we going right into, oh, no, we, you got your segment. So maybe I should hold my thoughts before you to you but, get there. Okay. So, so oh, you want to just y'all no, just so elaborate so saying, on that? No, so you think you have a problem with that? Did they have a dress code, or do you think they've been discriminated? Uh, yeah, I think the dress code should be more or less you when you're when you when you're making a person butt naked by just taking off all the clothes. You, when you're going into when you're going hard on stuff that you feel as a level of commonsy with anybody. We all go to our entertainment and do what we do. See, I would like to see what the hours of this restaurant is. Now, this restaurant is open in the afternoon on a Saturday. Now, we know. Now, here's another thing, too. White women. What do white women wear nowadays? Oh, 72% of the time. I don't know. Tell me. Pants-wise. What are they wearing today? What do you say? You ain't got to think about it. What oh yoga you pants. walk yoga pants mm-hmm. all day. They put a, a nice top over top of it, but you see a little teeny white butt inside mm-hmm. them black leotard pants, mm-hmm. and they wear it to everywhere. They put it on with high heels. I seen them. I was uh, over on D.C. over there by Trader Joe's, and people were living in them mm-hmm. new little high rise things. Three white girls walking. They looked like they were kind of dressed up. Yeah, that's all of them had on uh, the little. That we, but we say I, yoga, I but. did hear about this particular restaurant, and one of the things that they were targeting, targeting as far as their audience was millennials. So my question was, well, if that's your target audience, and that is a lot of the attire that that target group wears, then how are you saying this is who we're looking to get in here, but you're saying don't come in here with torn stuff, uh, what what they call inappropriate, and then to just put that last category in there and say you said stuff that's just not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Appropriate by whose standards? So what are they going to be the the clothing patrol <laughs> to stand you. at the door and decide? Thank oh you. no, you're I, not coming in. I just went I to the website, so let me just um, it says dress code. So, um, but now, so what are you restricting the women? Or is that a man thing? It said no, it didn't say gender. Let me, right. let, me, let, me, let, me, let me read it. It has some ladies in here. Collar shirts are required for gentlemen. No T-shirts, no designer sneakers or tennis shoes, no backless uh, sandals or flip-flops. Gentlemen may not wear hats of any kind. Ladies may not wear baseball caps or, or beanies. No active wear of gym clothes, sweatpants, hooded sweatshirts. No work-type boots or hunting gear. No clothing with vulgar language and no excessively whipped clothing. It's more, but that's the basic. So what do you call it when you say no sweat? So just what, like what you were just what saying. What do you call leotards if they're not 
some degree of sex. Gym clothes. It's a yeah, comfort. those are gym clothes. Yes. Right, gym they're clothes, gym clothes. According so to that, not be, that would be disqualified. So like you said, it could be white, black, anybody could be wearing it, but mm-hmm. they don't want that in their clothes. But you know what, though? If you sat in there, as, if I sat in there as a well-dressed black private investigator, with a hidden camera. And just to see who comes Believe in me, uh-huh. I could get footage all day. Because, see, one thing about a, a, a mainly Caucasian bar, they know people. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, white folks in most cases are getting off of what when they're going somewhere? Wow. A scooter. Right. A scooter. But wait a minute. Check this at the end. It says, we kindly ask that you respect our dress code. Yeah, okay. Just Is there a time frame on it or anything? Or? I was just looking it at it. sounds like whenever they're open. Probably so it sounds open. to me like what's left then is you can wear a suit. You can wear an uh, evening gown. Slacks. You can wear slacks. Yeah, you got to be well-dressed. You can wear a blouse. If you're not well-dressed, you can't go in there. Simple as that. <laughs> but they're not going to okay. get that because if you get one if of these. you're going after millennials, you, you Yeah, but if you got a millennial, okay, that whose daddy is. A dentist, let's say, in Princeton. You think they're gonna He's come making in four million a year, and his daughter graduated from Princeton University. Now she lives in there, and she has a black, whatever, American Express, whatever, mm-hmm. in her pocket, in her driver's license, and her medical card. She mm-hmm. carries three cards: medical, driver's yeah, license. Yeah. So you don't think you, you don't think that they're she's not gonna worry about that, right? And when she slaps that down, uh, yeah, can I get? Um, do I have to leave my? And the guy's like, oh. Oh, okay. Well, they oh. said no sneakers. Is this new? I've, I've seen the green and gold, but right. I've never seen the black. Wow. What is this? Is but that's different? assuming you already got through the door before you're pulling out your credit card to buy anything. Let me tell you huh. something. They stopped according to what they said. Let me tell They're you, stopping you based on what something. you look like at the door. Let me tell you something about a female getting being sexy. Okay. She will get in any fucking door. Excuse my language. Okay. All right. I'm done, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. But that's interesting. She so, will get in any door. Their, their lawyers anyway. say that they don't think that they're being discriminatory. You just abide I'm by sure the they don't think so. they are. But I'll well, say, I always you, say you can go ahead and questionable. Yeah, you can go ahead and, and see if you can try and sue them. But that will be an interesting thing to do, though, Papa. Be an investigator, go in there well-dressed or whatever, and yeah. just watch and see really? what comes in. Yeah, keep going in there and board and just get some footage. That, that would be I'd have my little, I'd have an ascot with the sweater tied in front of it. I'd. Because I, I will tell you this, I have been in some stores, clothing stores, and I've seen what I would call club wear, mm-hmm. and that's some racy, inappropriate stuff. What, the skirts are real short or something? Or the if skirts you can call it a skirt, some of those skirts are about the size of And that's probably band. what they want in there. Yeah. <laughs> they're see, they're see, claiming if level. it's inappropriate, is, you, they don't what, want it. What is your level of appropriate And that's the thing. Because appropriate That's like beauty. It's but I have anything no. about any short skirts. They you said think? inappropriate or vulgar. So to me. That's vulgar. Uh, um, well, something I think that appropriate. Well, but it said inappropriate. I'm saying that if a woman has something <laughs> that only okay. covers her nipples and barely covers her butt cheeks, okay. in my opinion, it's inappropriate. Oh, okay. But somebody else may think that's that. But at night, with that place trying to get business, that's a good magnet for them. Yeah. That will draw. Have you ever seen the women that, have, that are called party starters? Yeah. You got four or five. That's what like, I'm saying. They come in there wearing that club attire. Mm-hmm. But look, I skipped over this. I just wanted to hit it real quick. Uh, Trudeau, we were going to talk about him. Prime Minister of Canada, been busted. For being in blackface, or some they call it brownface. I'm like, whatever, it's still blackface. 
So now people are questioning whether or not he's going to get reelected. Uh, I won't go all into the details of it, but this was some stuff that happened 20 years ago, and now it has surfaced. He was dressed up as a character from Aladdin, <laughs> had brown, I mean, his whole face and his hands right. were completely browned out, blacked out, browned out, whatever. So he's apologizing, saying that I know it was wrong, you know, I, I, and then I didn't realize how racist it was, and I'm asking people to forgive me, yada, yada. You watched the governor of Virginia go through all that Exactly crap. where I was and going. you ain't said a damn word. Ralph, so what's please. his name, Ralph uh, Northam? I think North, his Northam. name was. Northam. Northam. Mm -hmm. People were ready for him to say, you need to resign right now. You know, they didn't want to give him a pass, he, he, but he's he still he was, in office. Right. He and then he the brother got more beat up on than he did. Yes. His, put, um, put in two women. His yeah. um, vice. Which was uh, true. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I was just at the point I was going to ask the question okay. I'm asking is, how, how is it that some people get a pass and some don't? That's the way life is. That's I'm the, just saying. That's the scary part. White privilege. And I just think personally that when, when a place comes out with, with a dress code like that, they need to be boycotted, and that's one of the reasons I, I, I swear I believe that's why Martin Luther King was killed because he had the, the ability to, to get people to boycott, and white folks hated that. They yep. said that Negro got too much power. All right. Well, that around. was all I wanted to say. It's just, you know, some folk get a pass, and some folk don't. What about, uh, right. I'm just saying. Oh, well, it's over to what's popping. Yeah, no, we, we did. We did. Oh, we did that? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then in that case, case we need to say. Oh, okay. So, what, are we going to go to the weird news, or we want to? Sure, let's light it up a little bit, man. We've All been, right. We've been going back and forth. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. Well, in that case, then, I got one for you. Okay. You know, as usual, the weird news is always weird, but this one is about a suspended judge pleading in an underwear theft case. I don't know what's up with this judge. A suspended New York judge has pleaded guilty to attempted burglary for trying to sneak into his neighbor's home to steal her underwear. Robert Sakale. Huh? I'm sorry, he's having a fail I don't know. His name is Robert Sakale. He pleaded guilty last week uh, in Suffolk County Court. Prosecutors say the 50-year-old uh, judge had several pairs of worn women's underwear stuffed in his jacket and raincoat when he was arrested after leaving his neighbor's home. So he was in there just grabbing up her underwear. They say he admitted that he had entered the home on several occasions and stolen stuff from out of her hamper. <laughs> what is up with this? I don't know. He uh, was removed from the bench after his arrest. So he, he was, was still yes, that's what I'm saying. He was a judge. Bitch. They sat him down off the bench and told him, "You too freaky. You can't be a judge." So he re they removed him from the bench after his arrest, and he's expected to be sentenced in uh, November, November 15th. Jesus, right before Christmas. Huh? Yep. It, it looks like he's going to get five years of probation with a sex offender status. God dang, that's messed up. Now, here he was, a judge. Mm -hmm. His attorney says that he's now a changed man. Yeah. Okay. And that he has dealt with his mental illness issues. I'm like, dealt with him how? So now you adopted too? 
dude, you need help. Okay. How do you just deal with it? You're over there stealing underwear out of the hamper of your next-door neighbor. <laughs> but he says, his lawyer says, oh, he's dealt with his mental issues. Right, of course. Right. The principal trying to help him. Yeah. Okay, I got a crazy one. Pigeon poops on lawmaker discussing pigeon poop problem. This is in Chicago. A pigeon apparently didn't think much of a lawmaker's ideas to address a messy situation at a Chicago Transit Authority stop, known for some as Pigeon Poop Station. Oh, God. WBBM-TV reports that one of the birds did its business on the head of Democratic State Representative Jamie Adrande as he was discussing the problem with a reporter outside of the Irving Park Blue Line Station. Oh, that's perfect. During the interview... Andre, and Andra Dade rubbed the top of his head and said, I think they just got me. They did. <laughs> the sidewalks outside of the station are covered in bird waste and feathers. Um, he has been trying to fix the problem. One of his ideas is to ask CTA to install a hose line for power washing when it con- con- constructs, constructs new escalators at the stop. That's interesting. Well, how is that going to keep them from doing it? I guess they have the power wash. They'll clean it. Okay. But it doesn't stop the poop. It just means now you got a hose to clean it up. I, I know um, one um, uh, church in, in here in D.C., they had to put up um, a net at the top. It's like these long poles, and the poles are holding the net mm-hmm. because so many pigeons in, on top of a church. So many pigeons were in that area. Wooey. Oh, they had to stop Crazy. it somehow. Yeah. Too much for me. Yep. That's a lot of poop. <laughs> this oh, what a bunch of crap. Oh, yeah, for real. That's, a, that's what it was. Bunch yeah, of crap. a whole bunch of it. Mm-hmm. What you got over there, Pop? It says uh, stinky shoppers are un- unoffended. Uh-oh. At the Mississippi store, bans them. Mm. This happened in Greenwood, Mississippi, and the caption is "You stink, stay out." Oh wow! That's a message from one Mississippi deli convenience store to workers at a neighborhood uh, soybean oil mill. All right, the Greenwood Commonwealth reported the convenience store has a sign on it on its door stating, "Notice, bad-smelling oil mill people." Please do not enter. Oh, man. So they're turning, I guess, soybean into oil or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the, rem- the remnants of it must be vicious. And this is, uh, I guess, the Milician guy. His name is uh, Angumrag uh, Rand- Randid, who uh, manages the uh, Greenwood store, said the sign was posted about three months ago after customers complained about the odor of employees from the Express Gen Oil Mill across the street. Mm. He says he's preventing some uh he's he's preventing some very loudly odor smelling people from entering. And uh he said he really hasn't received any complaints because the people who live there agree with him wholeheartedly. <laughs> so apparently the mill is uh kicking out the repercussions of turning uh soybean into oil must be mm-hmm. must be funky. Must oh. be Stinky shoppers. That that is rough. So they put the sign up that said, "Look, all you people from that soybean oil place, y'all stink. Don't come in here. Y'all oh. stink. Really? Keep that funk 
out of my store. Sometimes that marijuana smell on people could be overwhelming too. Yeah. You know, they don't realize that they've been in the house getting closed, getting big high, then they're going to run out to the store and get some munchies. That whole store be reaping. They be walking around like a cloud. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't even realize it. They you don't stand care. next to a person. Some of them, they don't care. They really don't. Yeah. I've had somebody walk up behind me in line in a store, and I didn't even see the person. All of a sudden, the whiff hit my nose, and I had to turn around and look around like, this what is not in like, the world? It's not the smell of weed. This is like the ingrained, like it's in that house. You know? Mm. Yep, sometimes you can smell it outside, too. Oh, yeah, if it's in the house. You can almost tell, like, if a person sells weed in their house, You'll smell every time you open the door, mm-hmm. in some cases. Anyway. Oh, well. All right. Keep it moving with uh, red wine, I'm just saying. Yeah. What you got? You yeah, what you got tonight? Um, you know, I was looking at some stuff earlier during the week, mm-hmm. and one of the things that struck me was how some of the celebrities are either, I, I guess I would say, coming to the aid of... Um, What's her name? Felicity Huffman? Mm-hmm. The woman who got a 14-day a sentence in jail. Right. Yeah. They don't understand that. I just feel like, you know, for one thing, uh, what's her name? Eva Longoria? Mm-hmm. Now, I realize that she was on uh, Desperate Housewives with Felicity Huffman, so I guess, you know, y'all are friends. But for real, for real, that had nothing to do with Eva Longoria. So why you felt the need to jump out in the middle of that ocean support that and, and throw your name all up in it, mm-hmm. I just don't get it. You know, Eva has had her share of ups and downs. So I just feel like right now, you kind of chilling. You probably needed to just stay chilling. You know, I've seen other celebrities like uh, uh, mm, John Legend. He had something to say about it. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, there have been other people basically saying it was an atrocity of justice. You know, and even just not celebrities, just people in general. It was a true atrocity of justice. This woman cre- uh, uh, committed a crime. But because of, apparently, because of who she is and what she has, she only gets, oh, just 14 days in jail. And for this woman, I was about to call her half of them, but for this woman to then start trying to negotiate what jail she ends up in. Mm-hmm. And she did. I'm like, hey, how, hold up. Wait a minute. Why don't you just sit down and shut up and take your medicine? It ain't but 14 days. You're on the bus like everybody else. Why does. are you complaining and acting like, well, I don't want to go to this place. I, I'd rather go to, it ain't about what you want. But once again, she seems to be getting away with is what she wants. She's making this thing all about her personal preference. This is supposed to be jail time. If that's the case, then why doesn't everybody who's convicted of a crime just, hey, tell the judge, oh, excuse me, I, I really have a problem with the way that place smells. I've heard terrible things. I mean, their their Yelp rating is so low at that jail. You know, I, I don't want to go there. I've heard better ratings about this particular prison, and it's much closer to where my family lives, so I would much rather go there. You know, is that really what we're doing now? I, I just feel like Felicity needs to just take it 
as the saying goes, take it like a man. You did it like a man. You had big balls when you decided to pay that man to cheat on that SAT. You pulled out your big balls then. So pull out your big balls now and sit your ass in jail like you need to. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, some bullcrap. Martha Stewart, she she took it like a quote-unquote man. She did. Yeah. She Martha sat on her big balls and took it like and a man. she met some black women in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she they did. Friends with them. Yep. Friends for life. So she, friends, so yeah. go down. she came out she talking about back up. She got some back to, to make the phone She didn't deny her charges. I'm just saying. She knew she Felicity did the inside training. Felicity ought to yep. be ashamed of herself. And William Macy, her husband, mm-hmm. he need to go home and spank her little narrow behind. He needs to be. Her, he should have been ran up also because that's her husband, and I know he was there when it went down. He had to know You, you should have been busting or aiding and abetting. Exactly. Because you didn't stop it. But he stood back and acted like I didn't know anything about anything. But that, that was strategy. You know, you let her take the blunt and she might get a lesser charge. Yeah, but that's still some bull. Yeah, but I think if the spouse can get away with it like that, then that's that right. That is some bull. Mm-hmm. Whose so, child is it? It's both of their children. Oh, is his, yeah. his daughter too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, let me just sum it up by so, saying, Felicity, you, mean the judge? you need well, to take your medicine. That. Take your medicine like a big girl with the big balls that you had when you paid that money and pay the price for what you did. That's all I'm That wine, you want in. Crazy. I'm just saying, that crap doesn't even make sense. Shame on that judge for entertaining that mess. Somebody in, in making so bad, her daughter didn't even take the test. Somebody took yeah, the test. Yeah, somebody for took her. it for her. That's why I said, you pulled out the big balls when you said, look, I'm going to pay you this money. Go on in there, take that test, get a good score. Not a perfect score. Want to make it look legit. But just make sure she gets a score high enough to get her into this college. That's criminal. That is. That's a criminal offense. But you're going to lock... Never mind. Let me stop. You cooked the books to get into it. You cooked the books to get into an institute of learning. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Living for the city. What's happening? I tell you, you know, it's... um, The one thing we can be thankful for in some some respect is that we all get old, you know. And... um, I don't say thankful in the level of getting old. That that sucks. But uh, <laughs> like it said, trouble don't last always. I think Trump got about maybe four more good years before he starts to get up to go to the bathroom six, seven times at night. Prostate blowing up, getting tight as hell, pee standing in his bladder. All the things an older man goes through, you know. That stuff happened. I ain't wishing no bad luck on her. I wish she lives to be 145 years old. But all this sassy talk he's doing, all this clever talk he's doing, all this fancy talk he's doing, all that jazz. And I'm not talking out of hate. I've been on Trump for a long time, you know, being from the Philadelphia, New Jersey area. I've been on Trump. Man, I've been on Trump. Believe me. we To people up north, northeast, Trump ain't nothing new. There's some people that, that witness witnessing witness Trump for the first time. You know, people out in the Midwest, rural people, they really they may have heard the name and heard about him in the news, or they finally got to know him when he was on that impr- apprentice. I think that's where he got some of his world recognition, but 
people that spend time in Atlantic City and the Taj Mahal and all that stuff going on up there. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew Trump for a minute all up there in New Jersey Turnpike and, you know, all the Trump Towers and things like that. But uh, right now, all I can say, we got some difficult days ahead of us. We got some people that we rub elbows with every day that are underneath the spell. They're underneath the spell of uh, all the, the the crap going on as the yahoos and, and what they putting down. And I mean, it's just it's 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 gonna be ugly. I just think this election coming up is gonna be as bad as the OJ trial when it comes to the election night. Oh boy! That election night is gonna be crazy. The racial yeah. lines are gonna be drawn like a line in the sand. And it's going to be, I just hope we survive it, you know, because we, we're so, you know, right now we're volatile. I'd be on the train and stuff, and I'd see white folks when they come to sit next to me or seeing me grab my bag. I could reach up top of my seat and grab my bag, and I could just feel 12 eyes on me. Mm. Because they want to make sure I pull down the right bag that, that belongs to me. And I, I go up here, and I'll look up, you know, a few minutes from my stop, and I'll, Grab my bag and I, you know, you doing this here and you feeling eyes on you. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is my black bag with the white stripe. This is mine. And I almost got to bring it down and show it to everybody. Spin <laughs> around. Here you go. I got mine. Uh-huh. And it, 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 it's 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 horrible. The fear is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we just got to stay strong because you know Trump is blowing the dog whistle. Yep. And he's he's going to his rallies and he's keeping his yahoos in perspective. He's sending out checks to the farmers. Believe me, he got farmers. All the farmers that's on TV complaining about money, they're all going to get a check. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he gave your boy that job, the senior uh, senator. What's his name with the mouth, with the cuts in his mouth? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I'm sure that's Mitch McConnell's job is to look for all the farmers that have been complaining, the ones on the news, and they're going to get a fat, you know, oh. Yeah, that's Beto. Beto. Yeah. 
his seriousness, boy, he 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 can be convinced me of that. He's talking about them guns and things, and the other than that, he used to wear you know like the little shirt, the blue shirt, mm-hmm. and be talking and pointing his fingers, hands. That boy had a tie on, mm-hmm. and a suit jacket, and he was serious. Yeah. And he he was he was the only one because when everybody else was laughing and joking about different things, or not laughing, joking, mm-hmm. but when what's the guy's name, the the Spanish dude with the twin, uh, um, Castro, Castro. When Castro was going in it with Biden, what's this guy's name? Beto? Beto. Beto right. was looking at him like, really? Are we talking about that? Man, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about AK-47s and guns. Really? He was standing right beside him. Yeah. Yeah. He standing right beside Castro. He was looking at Castro like this. But you know really, what? Man? They, they never talked about because um, Bernie had said something to Biden. When they were going through that thing. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. He whispered something Soon to him, but was... they never talked about that. Mm. I guess yep, it was just right. between the two of them. He probably, because Biden probably didn't hear him, and Bernie said, he said you just said that 15 minutes ago, and you probably did. See, they got that old man talk. Right. And they put them by them by design. That whole lineup was by design. And, and oh, girl, I mean, I just cast her out, the one, the Pocahontas. Trump oh, Lord, her. don't call her that. I'm just saying, I, I had to describe her. Because it's Warren, Beth Warren, yeah. She gained a momentum. Yeah, yeah but. be somebody's but, vice president, she's going to be in somebody's cabinet. Trust and believe that. Yeah, I'm trying to She's gained a momentum. But, but her talk is just too, I can't understand her when she gets too excited. Sure, she got those young yuppies. Trust and believe that. Yeah, that's true, but. Um, yeah, she's making progress. Yeah. And then you got the other guy, the mayor from, um. What's his name? He's um, gone, though. Oh, Buttigieg. Oh, Buttigieg's still in it. Buttigieg, he's the most coolest guy when it comes to keeping his head. Yeah. When everybody's freaking out, because he used to be a little excited in the beginning because he was new to the game, but. Mm-hmm. He know how it worked, now. Yeah, he's leveled off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ready to go out to Hollywood? Yeah, let's head out to the West Coast. What's mm-hmm. happening in La La Land? We can get in and get in there. All right. Straight to it. Um, what you got? Kevin Hart's back in the news. Same. Uh, he need to slow it down. Remind me of Steve Harvey a little bit. He get himself in trouble. Kevin Hart slapped with $60 million lawsuit by what? sex tape partner. Oh, my God. Lady that, um, you know, was tr- trying to um, sue him last time. Uh, she has filed a lawsuit against Hart, his former friend, Jonathan Todd Jackson. But she probably against him too. The cosmetologist of Las Vegas and the website Familosa or something. So she's suing the um, uh, hotel in Vegas called the Cosmetologist. Mm-hmm. This guy Jonathan Todd Jackson and Hart and this other um, news thing, something like TMZ, I guess. Okay. She's suing him, saying that her privacy was invaded because this quote-unquote, sex tape with her and Kevin Hart. It's supposed to be private. And so it was taken in the Las Vegas in the um, hotel. So what, they're saying the hotel released it? Um, They don't know who released it, but she is just saying about her privacy has just been, you know, taken from her, and she's filing a lawsuit. It was in Kevin Hart's private bedroom suite at this particular hotel. Hmm. So when he was talking last year about the extortion and all that, I didn't believe that shit from the beginning. I'm sorry, that's just me. I just didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I said he done went out there and messed with somebody. 
and now he's claiming that the woman's trying to extort money from him. Uh, oh. Yeah, she is uh, now, so if you don't get your stuff together, mm. that's what she's going to do. So was this done before he got married or after? This was, he was, he was married. When that sex tape was made? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, he was married. He had, he had just gotten, he was a newlywed. <laughs> I'm okay. like, okay, you out here acting a fool already? Mm-mm-mm. But some people think they got it like that, you know. Yes, some do. So, um, she, she is demanding $60 million in damages along with all rights to the tape transferred to her. She also wants all copies of the tape destroyed. So, sound like something happened. Reasonable. Hey, spent some wild stuff on there. She <laughs> said, I want it burned. How's that uh, going to happen? Anyway, um, Whoopi Goldberg has a new hairstyle. People oh. are having a fit over this. Um, she is portraying um, an older woman, a hundred year old. Well, 100, you said 108, 109, she don't know. Um, this new series called The Stand, um, based off of Stephen King's book, the same name. She's going to play Mother Abigail in the series. So she has this white hair with dreadlocks, uh, red wine. Of course, she didn't She didn't like it. <laughs> no, and I saw it. when I first saw it, I was like, what in the world yeah, is going on? Bright. But I knew it had to be for a role because... Most of the time, if an actor or actress is they're growing hair or they look different, it's because of a role. So okay, all right. Yeah, Tom Hanks used to have that. Yeah, yeah, he should. Sure on night shows and still mm-hmm. be a big old hair to hair. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. He was looking real crazy. Are you relieved now? Yeah, I'm relieved now. <laughs> I was worried about her. Okay. She don't take away the outfits. So, you know, she had a Big old word on South. That's a, yeah. That's that's a whole Chevy. other chapter. In the <laughs> say Chevy or something. Oh no. Whoopi got her own style. Five letters, one hour letter. Yeah, um, they did. If you guys don't already know, um, who won America's Got Talent is Cody Lee. Cody. 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 He was blind and he has autism, but he was a front runner um, most of the time. He was always in the top whatever ten and five and. They just love Cody. They were chanting his name, Cody, Everybody loved Cody. Him. Oh, I didn't know um, he was autistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I knew he was blind. I didn't realize he was autistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I'm he telling you. very talented. Very. So his prize was a million dollars, and he will be doing a show in Vegas. So that should be interesting. Um, the second runner-ups was the Detroit Youth um, Choir. They finished second. Yeah, so, they were good. They were very good. Yeah. Poor babies. They were crying their eyes out, but I think they were happy for him. But they were just so close. But yeah, I still think good things are gonna come, you know. But them. Um, also, the um, the guy, the little boy, um, that was the um, piano. I mean, the violinist, Bryant Joe. Oh Joseph, yeah, he was very good. He um, he played with um the other guy with the white dreads, mm-hmm. Butler Ferrego. Um, yeah, they were pretty good. They were very good. Yeah, and um. Of course, they had to have uh, the biggest icon in the world. She's Cher. She did her 1970s um, rendition of Waterloo. So that was interesting. It's like, okay, all this blonde hair. and Yeah, I saw all that big blonde hair. Like, and okay. the guys dancing behind her with all of those 70s outfits. I was just going to say, I didn't get it. 70s rendition, I guess. I didn't get it. Yeah. 
but I guess Waterloo um, from ABBA. That's what it was, 1970. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Rendition of ABBA's Waterloo. <coughs> so maybe that's one of her um, songs or something on her, you know, CD or something. Yeah, that was yeah, well, she's me. picked up a lot of soul over the last year or so. So she's got her stock up. She's been touring with uh, <laughs> now Rogers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's opening up for Yeah, so mm-hmm. she's been seeing a lot. She's been learning a lot because he's the king of the, he's the king of the world. Yeah, he's all right. It's the Hollywood. I do like Niles Rogers and Chic. Chic. Let's dance. Oh, yeah. All right. What's up? Cocktail of the week? Yeah. The Citron Tea Time Recipe. All right now. The Citron Tea Time. It's a tea time, darling. Yes. It's a refreshing summer tea made with Kettle One Citron Vodka, Elderflower Liqueur, Iced Tea, Lemon Juice, and Simple Syrup, and served over ice in a highball glass. So we have, wow, a lot of uh, vodka. One and the one-fourth ounces of the citrus vodka, kettle one citron. Oh, yeah. Uh, fourth ounces of the elderflower liqueur. Oh, yeah. Three-fourth ounces of lemon juice. Three-fourth ounces of simple syrup. Tea, ice to fill. One wedge of lemon uh, for garnish. Mm. And that goes into a highball glass. Mm. Looks like a regular iced tea. Looks good. Mm. Oh, we're going to have to try that one. Okay. The Citrion Tea Time. Hey. What it's called. And that's the Cocktail of the Week brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. Okay. You can check it out. Uh, check them out at dchomegrown.com. That's our parent company for the uh, Pajama Party Show. And we do appreciate the sponsorship. Oh, let's see. Where are we? Kissing this. Mm-hmm. What's the kiss of this, Papa? <clears throat> well, the kiss of this is something we never run out of, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, never run out. It's a list where people have uh, showed their butt, honey. Did something bad, did something wrong. Can't stop messing up. Mm-hmm. You want to put Kevin Hart on top of that list? <laughs> put 45 like on it. there. Yeah. We got Roger Goodell. 45, Kevin Hart. Oh, and uh, Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister Justin of Canada. Justin Trudeau. But a brown yeah. face. Robert Sakeo. Well, they said he Sikeo was on the air. Robert Sakeo? Oh, yeah, that guy. Who's that? That's uh, the guy that was stealing his neighbor's underwear. Right, it's a judge. <laughs> the judge, yeah. Cool. I think anybody he put in jail for any kind of sexual assault they gonna get him. should be released. <laughs> Yeah, how you going to catch judgment? You were a freak <laughs> ass damn so. You the freak of the whole week. Oh, Lord. Uh, I got Daniel McMahon. Yep. That's that racist out of, uh, uh, that harassed the, the brother in Charlottesville, kept him from running for city council. Got him. Um, let's see. We got anybody else? I got Trudeau. You got 45. The underwear feet. Craft. Craft. The bill. Oh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Oh, he should have been at the top. <laughs> yeah, got to include him. Okay. Let me put Cam Newton on there, too, because he's just not being honest. Cam Newton? Yeah, he yeah. had shoulder surgery last year during the off season, uh-huh. And now he's been throwing a bunch of doink passes, and he's weak, and he's tired. And his hair looks like crap. He just looks a mess. I told he's you that hair, dude, looked he's like hurting. buckwheat. 
Brown too. He's hurting. Oh, Cam Newton. Yeah, he's hurting and he's not being honest. You know, you gotta. You know, I think a lot of these guys are missing ego with uh, everything. They're gonna mess up his money. I well, guess. he messed it up. He's gonna he, mess it up if he keeps that up. I think he messed it up when he lost the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. He lost a bunch, a bunch of fans. He was on top of the world with the dapping and everything, but when he lost Super Bowl, wasn't talking to nobody, pissed off, ran to a neutral. Oh court. yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, he, he was acting all. He, 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 he was acting like a spoiled brat. That's what he was doing. His his, his brand was at the top of the world mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. All he had to do was come out at the end and say, "We lost, we tried." He laid down the kids. Everybody was hurt and crying because he just told me, nah, I ain't talking to media. Nah, ah, and disappeared. Right. Anyway, so Cam Newton, you're definitely on the kissing this book. Okay. Top of All right. That's yeah. all right. Well, we have an award for everybody on the kiss it list. And here kiss it is. My entire Hi, welcome back to the John Pine Money Host Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Uh, last word. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whew. I tell you, my last word is that, boy, people need to cool out, man. Stop being so afraid of everything. You know, we're talking about the other the other side to people. You know what I'm talking about. I don't want to put nothing in there, but uh, scared to death. I travel the trains. I travel the world with different things, and all I see is fear in people's eyes of my black skin. And it's horrible. It's just scaring me. It's scaring my ass, to be honest with you. you know? They're making me think I'm a thug fresh out of prison or something, you know? It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. And, you know, I'm a nice guy, but they look at me like I'm a thief, like I stole something. But other than that, uh, hopefully they'll come around one day. Like I said, we all get old, and we all have to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. So that's my last word. All right. Well, this is Red Wine, and my last word is Felicity Huffman. Go to jail. <laughs> Sit down. Go Stop jail. whining. Do, do not, not pass gold. Do not, not ask collect, for anything. Do not collect Don't get silk pillowcases and none of that stuff. Take your Take illegal crime committing bony butt to jail. Mm-hmm. Sit down. But she's gonna at the end, you know, when she, when she gets out, she'll be on every talk show. Oh yeah, because they should talk about her ordeal. <laughs> Her ordeal of being incarcerated. Oh. Like I've been in the system. Oh. Oh, what? No, Mom, came home. She got her own. She got a show. She showed she kept it. it moving. Dog, everything else. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, what's your last word, Kevin? Uh, Kevin Hart. Your boy. Get your A double S together. Yeah. You got a beautiful family and a beautiful wife. She need to be um, home beating your ass, for real. Excuse my language, but that's what she need to be doing. And I know she's pissed because she know what went down in that daggone car and who was in that car. Mm-hmm. So 
I think she's pissed about right now. From the $60 million lady that's trying to extort money from you to this incident here, you need to slow it down, Kevin. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. And he was just on the radio on his comedy show on XM Radio talking about his some of the people in his family that are all messed up. The drug kids and all that. I don't mess with my, some of my family members. They all messed up. Yes. Well, look at you, bro. You, you messed up. Take it back a step. You no. crazy ass. Well, like I said, man, no. we all we are, we gonna go back soul plane on your ass. Okay. That's where I first met him, right? Well, we're gonna wrap it up for this edition of the Pajama Party Show, and we'll do it again next Friday night when we will be live, all the way live, live, live. <laughs> so we're gonna say good night. And we'll see you next Friday night. Say good night, Papa. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Cattle. Good night. And good night. Bonsoir. Till next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatetti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show, and good night. Good night.